What's good, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to episode 11 of the Art Meets Culture podcast. Um, how you doing, guys? Another day, another dollar, they say. But, you know, it's another day, another podcast. Um, yeah, we're just, we're literally banging them out. Do you know what I mean? Thank you again for the feedback. Thank you again for the support amongst this. Um, it's just incredible um, to see, uh, incredible to you know, know that people around the world actually listen to this podcast. So wherever's around the world, let me know because I keep pinpointing to um, London-based people. But you know, looking at the um, the map and the map around the world, um, I I definitely um, you know see so much amazing countries. You know, from Uganda's, Nigeria's, uh, the US, uh, all my US guys. Shout outs to you, um, killing it in the art game. Um, Spain, shout out to Spain, um, Japan. Um, yeah, I'm just trying to remember as much countries, Germany, um, Netherlands, yeah, all these countries that I'm seeing on the, the list, um, but there's many more. Um, but yeah, I um, hope everybody's doing great. Um, in this podcast, I'm, I'm chatting to uh, an incredible artist, um, you know, an artist that I've known for about almost five years now, um, uh, Tom Fitch. He's an incredible contemporary British artist who's, you know, his style, his way of painting has improved um, every single year. Um, you know, me and him have a lot of, you know, private conversations about, you know, his ambitions of wanting to be the best, um, wanting to drive forward, wanting to be named in the high caliber, which I think is 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 amazing. Do you know what I mean? Anybody who speaks power into their life or speaks great things into their life should be rewarded you know what i mean through their hard work through everything you know what i mean and he works hard and you know there's many artists who you know put in a, a great phenomenal shift and he's one of them and i think that should be applauded you know um a lot of the time you know in the uk where we're told to kind of just humble ourselves a lot and uh, you know with that it's like are we gonna keep humbling ourselves when we want to be like yo we actually want to be the best you know what i mean but i guess it's, it's a british thing but then again you know um let, let's start let's start grabbing it by the balls now man we have no choice it's like life ain't life life don't reward the timid do you know what i mean you know fortune fames fa- fortune favors the brave fortune favors the brave literally like you know i was told that a long time ago and if you ain't brave at what you're doing then what's the point you ain't really gonna you know shift and make impact in in your culture by just being timid and and, and quiet you have to just go there and just attack 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 do you know what i mean not on 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 a negative one but just attack what you want for your dreams and everything like that and have that undeniable focus that laser focus that that focus on everything that you want so you can grab it by two hands you know what i mean and you know and, and you know this is based on conversations i've had with tom um, on that so he's definitely an artist to look at you know we talk about you know his efforts about you know um, supporting wildlife you know not just painting animals for the sake of painting animals he actually cares he truly cares do you know what I mean you know he does his research you know everything every animal that he pay, paints there's a there's a reason behind it you know there's a he wants to spread that awareness you know and I think that's phenomenally positive um, from what he does, do you know what I mean? So he's gone on from, you know, painting your favorite rappers, you know, to gifting your favorite rappers like Fredo, AJ Tracy, Mist, um, artists who are now owners of his artwork, 
he's now progressing to things that have become more purposeful and more driven so i definitely look forward to seeing this young man progress into the top tier artist he wants to be you know what i mean and you know he speaks it into existence um very clear and when you have that clear vision and those clear thoughts you can definitely achieve everything you want to achieve um in this life so that's definitely positive so you know he's going to be he's spreading positivity you know what i mean and he's doing that through art you know he's killing it on tiktok as well which i'm looking at now do you know what i mean those are some phenomenal things you know he also talks about the, you know the companies that represent him you know um nova nova fine art you know they're 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 phenomenal team who um you know support him what he does but you know he's someone doing well he's a, he's a great entrepreneur um and i salute him you know um so yeah shout out to you tom you know i appreciate the conversation that we had he was in his car as well it was freezing as fuck so he was telling me he was in his car so it was cold um so if it sounds like he's cold yeah he was he was shivering a little bit but um you know he still he still was clear in terms of his message and he knew exactly what to say he knew exactly what his purpose was for this interview so you know yeah again i salute you and i thank you for that um so yeah thank you for hopping into your car for doing the podcast you know in certain places we couldn't you know um you know do it in a studio or anything but there's going to be more conversations between me and tom um because i definitely want you lot to see hear more about you know why he you know paints animals in more of a deeper light why he's painting his favorite rappers you know what his story is essentially going to be but yeah i can ramble on and go on and on about tom do you know what i mean because he's an artist that you know i gave him his first london show and i'm grateful for that you know now that he's progressing into great things you know i'm looking forward to his next 10 years so yeah shout out to you tom yet again um but yeah we're gonna get into it um podcast with tom fitch um but yeah if you're not yeah if you haven't already you know subscribe to the art meets culture um podcast um make sure you like share comment subscribe all all sorts and everything that needs to be done um but yeah i appreciate you guys always this is the art meets culture podcast put your money where your art is you know the vibes let's go what's going on bro i'm good how about you all good all good just literally finished the workout now we're healthy now we're back into podcast mode (laughs) fair enough Good, good, good. So how you been anyway, man? How's the COVID-19 treatment treating you? Yeah, the coronavirus stuff uh, hasn't affected me too much because I'm always painting inside anyway. So yeah. it's just uh, a matter of getting inspiration. Uh, yeah. You know, I need to like socialize and do things to gather inspiration for yeah. my job, basically. Okay, okay. So it's literally just, you know, pretty much same old, but, you know, you're trying to you know, gather inspiration from there. So yeah, um, so to new listeners of the pod, tell us who you are, where, you right, do, so, where you're from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my name's Tom Fitch. I'm an artist, a painter from the West Midlands in the UK. Um, I started from graffiti, you know, street art. Then I went on to like portrait artwork, portraiture. I did... Um, pictures of like musicians and now i'm doing wildlife artwork sick 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 and what like um you know inspired you to do um art in the first place like what kicked it off 
So I've been drawing and painting and been creative all my life, basically. So I remember when I was a kid, the first ever thing I can remember, anyway, drawing was like dinosaurs. How crazy. Uh, Everyone drew a dinosaur at one point. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and then um, at nursery and stuff, I was just painting and drawing then. And it just continued when I was a teenager that I went into graffiti, street art, like tagging stuff around the local town. like basically just terrorizing the town and then that kind of like evolved into uh, the more beautiful side of graffiti and then discovering different color combinations yeah how to use a spray can um then i went to college and i learned how to paint and i've been painting ever since like paint properly basically with a paintbrush yeah not just making a mess (laughs) yeah do you remember um what your like first piece was and how happy you was with it like what was the first one that you was happy with so because i was drawing um like my favorite cartoon characters and all that sort of stuff and then when social media came about i started putting it online mm-hmm. and then my friend his brother contacted me and asked me if i wanted to paint his dog oh, man. and i'd never used acrylics before and I'd never done a portrait, like uh, one on canvas anyway. It was always like in a sketchbook. Yeah. And then um, I did that for him and it turned out pretty well, luckily. And I only charged him like 30 quid for it as well. <laughs> so I was buzzing off that and then I spent that 30 quid rapid. And then I kind of got addicted and yeah. then started uh, painting for money, basically. And then yeah. used that as like a side hustle alongside my retail job. Um, is it um, Xmas present for my best mate and his family? Is that was that the one with the dog? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm seeing. I just I, I had to scroll through to say. Let me see if I can find this and you know see where the beginnings of this was. So um, when did you when did you transition into you know doing work um, portrait work like on based on artists in the grime world? So while I was at school, like GCSE artwork, mm-hmm. all my stuff was music related anyway. So yeah. I used to listen to like 50 Cent, um, you know, Skepta way back in the day. Yeah. Uh, Wiley, people like that. Um, can't think of anybody else on top of my head. Probably like Eminem. Yeah. People like that. And then I used, to just, I used to just draw them, like find images on Google and just draw them in my sketchbook. Mm-hmm. And then um, when Instagram came around, it's kind of like made these celebrities more accessible yeah. for us, you know, the public. And I thought, you know, it would be cool if I could meet these people and then give them my artwork mm-hmm. um, in person. So I, d- I just basically painted these people to the best of my ability and then yeah. got everybody to, like, show them my artwork by retweeting or, you know, um, adding them on my Instagram. Yeah. And it kind of just kicked off from there and became my job, really. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> massive. It's like, you know even like how I saw you was like from the Skepta pieces and like the JME pieces. And even when you did them in with half of their faces, like those are like sick, memorable pieces. Um, Jamie got, got one of those pieces, correct? Right. Yeah. I think he's got like three, I think. Sick, sick, sick. And how it like, how is it that, you know, um, that you've gotten these rappers to now be owners of your art? You know I mean? Do they directly purchase from you or is it something that you give to them? It's a mixture of both. So um, if I'm like really a fan of your, like like the musician's work, 
Mm-hmm. So like Jay Huss is somebody that I want to meet. So I'll definitely be painting a portrait of him this yeah. year, I reckon. 100%. Um, but like pe- people, before before I did the, before the social media stuff, before like um, actually painting these people, when I was at uni, when I was at, yeah, beginning of uni, I reckon, I was doing graphic design and I was doing uh, album covers mm. and like graphic design stuff for musicians. Yeah. And like like businesses as well. So I was learning that at, at uni and then I was like doing that as a side hustle on the side as well. So I was earning money from that. And then these artists kind of like recognized me as a graphic designer. And then yeah. I made my relationships with these people through that first before I started doing actual fine art. Mm-hmm. So uh, what, what was the question? Do they buy my stuff? Yeah. Do they buy it direct or this is something you just contact them and be like, yo, um, there's a gift for you. I want to, I'm on your radar now. Do you know, I'm an artist that, you know, that's really doing stuff in the culture. So at first, like I said, I, I gifted at them for free to make that relationship. Or if they knew me already, then they're more likely to purchase my artwork. Mm-hmm. So that's how, that's how it goes. But, but now, now I, I'm like more recognized. So yeah. it's my, like, it's my job and they can see that. So they're more likely to actually purchase it from me rather than me having to do it for free. That's big. And do you, I mean, <clears throat> cause I always say like, you know, we, I, I want there to be more collectors of like, you know, independent art. Um, it seems like, you know, a lot of music artists are now taking interest in it. Um, do you feel as though like, you know, um, that the music culture supports the art that's coming from our scene? Yeah, definitely. I think it's growing. It's getting bigger. Like when, when I first started, I think it was just, me, Devo, mm. a geezer called uh, Funny Tommy. Yeah. Maybe, maybe a few others, but we were like the first ones to actually like push the grime or the UK scene anyway. And then mm-hmm. as the UK music scene is growing, like, because it's massive now, it's actually mainstream music, isn't it? Yeah. Rather than being underground. Mm. Like before, you could just listen, it, listen to it on like the pirate radio. You have to download it on like LimeWire or whatever. It's like really hard to access, wasn't it? So Yeah. But now, but now you see it on um, YouTube, see it on TV, everywhere, basically. So the bigger it's getting, I think there's more artists out there now that mm-hmm. are getting recognized for their work as well um, in both fine artwork, graphic design and music. Yeah. Yeah, I, I definitely see that, you know, and like the, the film scene has their scene now, you know, with the Daniel Kaluas, you know, John Boyegas, and they're building in their sector. And they they affiliate with the music artists and the music artists affiliates with them. And now we're, like, we're seeing that in art where like a lot of the music acts are now affiliating with the artists who do um, sick work. So, you know, definitely um, those things are important for the scene. So you grew up in Midlands. Yeah. What, what was, was the art scene or was doing creative stuff difficult there? Or, um, you know, was it something easier? Like how did, how did they appreciate you out there? Um, well, I think it's still difficult now, mm-hmm. kind of. Depends what you do. Like, um, for anybody like beginning, starting off with, you'll never get the the recognition that you deserve. I think you have to like prove it to people. Mm-hmm. So the more consistent you are, the more people re- will recognise your craft. Yeah. So where I'm from, it's like a small town i did live in birmingham at one point as well okay but yeah. even in even in birmingham i don't think they've got a fine art scene 
mm. um, like a big one anyway. Like in in London, I think you've got a community for every kind of creative, yeah. including like fashion as well. Mm. Um, but where I'm from, it was just like me, basically, like me on my own. So I had to prove it to people that I was serious about my craft. And then uh, the more consistent I was, people recognized what I did. And then, yeah, just got to continue, basically. Yeah. Like, the, more, the, more, the more you do, the more opportunities become. Yeah, no, you're, to- you're totally, like, correct. And usually it's like when I, a lot of the artists that we worked with in the past, they've come from outside London and appreciation, um, you know, doing any exhibition in London is sick. So, like, you've done quite a few um, exhibition- exhibitions in London. Um, what have all those experiences been like for you? And, you know, how did that enhance you as an artist? <laughs> you gave me my first exhibition. Oh, so, yeah, I, you know, I keep forgetting. Nine to ten, when people tell me that, I'm like, are you sure? Because I'm sure you've like, done stuff before, but maybe because I'm so, you know, like when I see you guys, artists, I think you're already massive anyway. So, you know, my brain's always locked into that. But yeah, no, I appreciate doing that for you. That was probably one of the first times I've ever been in London as well. Oh, wow, crazy. Yeah, before that, it was just like school trips. <laughs> <laughs> school trips and that so but uh was that exhibition for you and you know enough after that you know more exhibitions from there well it kind of like opened my eyes to what was possible like Mm -hmm. what i could achieve and um you know socializing with people within the same industry it's kind of like networking basically opened up the doors to something i wouldn't have been able to do in my local town Mm. so i think it's key for every every creative to network yeah and then expand their networking and their contacts all over the world not just where they live basically exactly now that definitely makes sense um i mean now you're seeing like the growth of the art scene now um you know how how have you you know cemented your place in the scene like how do you feel about it now in terms of your growth from when you started um i still got a long way to go i'm not where i want to be i'm still Mm -hmm. at the beginning stages of my career i think Mm -hmm. i've been doing this for like as in professionally or like semi-professionally for about five years yeah but i want to be one of the biggest british fine artists you know or like i want to be um recognized worldwide so Mm -hmm. i've got ages to go that's the that's the that's the long-term goal yeah for now, I think people are starting to, well, people do recognize me for my skill set and it's paying off, you know. I'm, I'm earning quite a bit of money now, so I can't complain. <laughs> yeah, no, that's good, that's good. So you were doing it like, you know, um, independently um, before you were represented for a while. What was that journey like of being everything funded myself, everything by myself, like, what was that journey? Like, what were the ups and downs, um, you know, experiencing that? Um, it was very difficult. Like, I still do fund a lot of stuff myself. Mm. You know, I still, just because I'm represented now. Yeah. Um, I still do projects on my own. Like, mm. um, but yeah, yeah. Going back to the beginning stages of my career, um, I worked retail job and then I used the money for my retail job to pump mm. it into my art career. Yeah. So like buying materials, canvases, you know, journeys to London on the train or driving, yeah. all that sort of stuff. 
stuff. So everything I did was to get to the point where I am now. Mm. Um, but to fund that, obviously, I had to sell artwork, I had to you know, pay for advertising, or I had to sell prints, sell merchandise to fund this business, basically. Um, So it was very difficult. It was very stressful, but I love it. And Mm. it's something that I enjoyed. Um, And the goal was to get represented, get my artwork into a gallery, into a space where people can just walk in and see my artwork. Um, yeah, accessible to the public rather than being stuck at my house. Yeah. So yeah, you know, you've been um now now you're represented um with uh another another fine art gallery, I believe, um, which they're called. Yeah, yeah, Um, yeah. So how did how did that um you know partnership um happen? I don't know how they discovered me, but (laughs) uh, it's probably it's probably on Instagram or online, basically, and then. Yeah, they just messaged me. I went for a meeting and um, I liked what they represented, basically. And I liked the artists that they already had. And I thought, you know, the levels of artwork that they have in that gallery, that's who I want to be alongside. And I want my artwork to be with artists that are, you know, better than me or people that are higher up in their career than me. I want to be next to people that I aspire to be like. So, yeah. That's exactly uh, why I signed to them, hmm. so they can they can take me to uh, heights that I can't achieve on my own. Yeah. So and I need that they, extra push. Yeah, and what do they do essentially? You know, what is what does the representation come with? So uh, um, they open me up to a whole new clientele that I can't access um, individually. So. Hmm. You know, uh, businessmen, or they sell my artwork for for amounts of money that I can't achieve on my own. Yeah. Which um, it's not all about money, but obviously, the more money you earn, or the more money that you sell your artwork for, I think I see money as like freedom. So, yeah. the more I earn, the more free I am to create, and the more I can put into creating better artwork yeah. or create anything. Um, you know. I want to create more than artwork in the future. I want to go into clothing, fashion. I want to do videography, all sorts of stuff. So um, the money is basically being invested into creating more things. Hmm. And what's the craziest thing that uh, someone's asked you to do art-wise or they asked you to commission? (laughs) may have not done. (laughs) I'm not sure yet. I'm not sure. I don't want to... (laughs) <laughs> I don't want to spoil anything. Um, okay, so that so that's coming. The crazy one's coming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. I've, I've got a, I've got a commission recently with uh, Puma, the clothing company, so, and yeah, I just commissioned. You talk, uh, talked about in your story. Yeah, yeah. So that's recent. They want me to because uh, pe- I've been painting on pairs of shoes recently. So mm-hmm. they want me to do a pair of shoes to gift to somebody in the NHS that's on the front line. Yeah. Um, you know, as a thank you. So. Yeah, no, that's massive. That's massive that they've done that. Um, so now, well, speaking of shoes, um, you know, what, what got you into the whole um, drawing on sneakers now? Uh, you know, I, I definitely see that a lot um, on the socials, but you bring your fine art style um, on the, a classic silhouette like the Air Force One. It's a blank canvas in itself with the all white. And, you know, you've, you've got some 
dope DMs from people who love animals as well, from the biggest um, animal lover. Is Tarzan correct? Um, yeah. You know, he's hit you up about some. So, like, you know, um, what got you inspired to do all that? Um, I've always loved shoes and sneakers. Uh, when I was younger, though, I couldn't really afford the stuff that I liked. <laughs> but um, that having that interest in fashion and shoes i've seen other people do it as well and i thought to, to myself I, I know it's not a competition but i thought to myself you know i can do better than that i'm yeah. better than these guys these guys are getting uh, rewarded for the artwork that they've done on shoes mm. why can't why can't i do that so i just wanted to challenge myself um give it a go yeah and um try something different rather than just a square canvas you know try try different materials and yeah so that's something that i want to uh, go into a bit further mm. and try painting on different surfaces basically so um yeah just challenge myself <laughs> try yeah, no, that's hard that's hard um how would you describe your style like art wise um at the moment it's just wildlife artwork with mm. kind of pop influences so the artwork is very bright it's not mm. so traditional uh, animal artwork or wildlife artwork is just very realistic yeah. that's not the approach that i'm going for mm. even though some of my pieces are or are realistic or may look real mm. um, i'm trying to go for like the pop art approach get a bit of my graffiti influences in there so in some of them they've got like bright colors drips splatters you know, a bit more expressive compared yeah. to uh, previous portraiture. Mm -hmm. So, I don't yeah. know, really. I just, it's just how I feel. Yeah. Just, each painting's different, um, but they're mostly portraits. But uh, in, the, in the future, I want to, like, push myself further than that and then try and do something a bit more uh, maybe detailed or something a bit more abstract. But at the moment, I'm just, like, figuring out my style, so... Yeah, that def that definitely you know has been seen. Just even looking at your Instagram now, just how everything's been growing from the days of sketches and now these amazing detailed pieces that you've developed. And you've been drawing a lot of like um animal wildlife and you know, when you see something like fucked up in the press about any animals, you you definitely, you know, let the people know that this is a fucked situation. Like, um, how do you use your art, you know, to speak more of a, you know, positive message um, for the animals and their survival? Yeah. So if I see uh, stuff in the media to do with like animal abuse or mm. what's going on in the world today, I usually share it on social media, but mm. I don't, I don't like to paint the violence or the abuse. I kind of portray the animals in a more beautiful way. So people can like appreciate the animal. Um, mm. Uh, really people people buy artwork to hang up on their walls so i don't think they would want like an animal being slaughtered you know hung up on their wall would they so mm. i kind i kind of portray these animals in the most beautiful way i can and then along with the the picture i kind of um give the public the message that i'm trying to push across in the mm. caption so give them a bit of information or a few facts that they can read alongside the painting. Mm. 
So if, if people are interested in the artwork, then the artwork is to gain their attention, something yeah. that's attractive. And then the message is what I'm trying to push across is in the text. Yeah, no, it makes sense. It makes sense. And how has like, um, you know, social media played a, a part in your um, growth as an artist? As an artist, it's essential. For, for me anyway, I think it's, well, it might be essential for every artist now. Um, in the modern day you know but back in the day when there was no internet no phones uh, it must have been so difficult for an artist to become recognized but i think it's way easier now and um i basically just use it for my advantage and you know i, I push all my artwork on instagram which is fairly easy to get recognized quite quickly as well yeah and i also use uh, social media and the internet to you know, learn different facts and about the animals that I'm trying to um, paint and, you know, watch documentaries on Netflix and all that sort of stuff. So all, it's all hand in hand. Use, use social media and the internet as advertising, essentially. Yeah. And then, you know, when you do exhibitions at Nova or whatever, you get to meet these people that follow your artwork in real life and create, the connection, create that connection and build a stronger, um, stronger connection and trust with your fans. Mm -hmm. So essentially put face to the artwork. No, I definitely, um, you know, makes sense. Social media's like played an essential part in your growth and even our growth, even how I even met you. Um, that was yeah. just literally direct to direct message. You know, do you want to do this show? And then boom, you know, then we're there. So social media is definitely, um, massive who who are your um inspirations in the art game uh <laughs> there's quite a few i mm. i just scroll through stuff and see different stuff um yeah. but to be honest i don't like to copy other people i may i may take elements say like a drip or like some sort of color scheme yeah. um but i tend to because my stuff's like wildlife connected at the moment i've you know the animal series yeah i get most of my inspiration from documentaries now rather than actual artwork because i don't i don't essentially i don't want my artwork to look like anybody else's yeah even though that that might be quite difficult because say if somebody paints a leopard then their leopard's gonna look similar isn't it so if yeah. if anybody paints a leopard so um but yeah i get my inspiration from people like uh david attenborough you know the David Attenborough and the BBC documentaries, so, and then I try and use that as inspiration. Or, you know, visiting uh, animal sanctuaries and seeing the animals in person. So, but in, in terms of artists, um, I like Davo. He's, yeah, he's been one of my inspirations from the start. He, he was one of the first people that I ever followed on Instagram. Massive. And 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 to see his growth and like to follow his blueprint, really. Um, mm somebody to aspire to be like and then follow in his footsteps yeah because because he's from the uk yeah um usually you see big artists or big pop stars come from america yeah so it's good to see um people local to you basically yeah. and then follow in their footsteps no he's, so, he's sick he's totally sick yeah 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 um i don't know any other artists uh Roy Lichtenstein, mm -hmm. Banksy, Andy Warhol, David Hockney, yeah. um, you know, the masters. Yeah. 
Yeah, so loads Alec, of people. Alec, Alec was Alec Monopoly one for you. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Alec yeah. Monopoly as well. We went to his exhibition. Yeah, which is the craziest exhibition I've been to. <laughs> that Definitely. guy, he's he's something else in terms of style and um lifestyle, which is just insane, bro. Like like too insane. So he's done a lot of sick things. Yeah. Um, what are your thoughts on like the the art game as a whole um and the community, you know what I mean? Um right you know, in terms of support, in terms of, you know, growth, right? what are your thoughts on it um, at this moment in time? In the UK? Or yeah. You, I mean, let's, let's go for UK. I think it's very healthy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think there's a lot of talented, talented artists out there and everybody supports each other, I mm-hmm. think. Um, yeah, that's all I can say, really. I think it's really good and especially with you know art meets culture putting on events yeah. it helps all of us and like i said it puts a face to the name get, gives us a chance to meet our followers in person and build that that trust and connection and um push our message across uh personally you know in person so 100 i appreciate that um so like we're in this uh you know covid19 space it's probably locked down for another three weeks you know what i mean has that changed your um strategy for the year or you're just still on track in terms of you're doing what you're doing um i paint like every single day so i just go with the flow basically but mm-hmm. it's interrupting my inspiration because i like to socialize and meet people in person and go see animals in person as well and um uh, can you can you hear that in the background? Or is that messing up the audio? No, no, I got you. I still got you. Don't worry. I'll probably hear it in playback, but I can't even hear it now. But you're good. Because I've got noise in my in the back of oh. my um, road right now, I can see. But you're good. Are you, you going to chop this up and clip this up? Or oh, yeah. Gonna... We're gonna, we're, yeah, we're going to do some fun stuff with it. Okay. Okay. Right. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I've been sat in my car and I'm cold. So <laughs> no, I probably sound, sound like I'm crying, but I'm sure. Nah, nah, it's so cool. It's so cool. Um, what was the question again? Sorry. Um, it was, um, you know, this current pandemic. Uh, like, how is it? You know, what working with it has it changed like your strategy for the year in terms of? Okay, there's not going to be this. There's not going to be um, mass events. You know, I can't go to the wildlife like stuff like that. You were mentioning. Um, in terms of short-term goals, it hasn't really affected me because I've got a few commissions to do now. Yeah. But um, in terms of getting so, uh, inspiration, it's kind of a bit difficult because we can't go outside <laughs> mm-hmm. unless we're doing exercise, obviously. But um, in terms of long-term goals, I'm not sure if it's going to affect those. I want to have a solo exhibition this year, hopefully yeah. November time. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're just a bit uncertain. So at the moment, I'm just going with the flow, seeing what happens. Um, I'm I'm doing all right in terms of uh, still earning an income from artwork and earning, you know, passive income from art. So I'm okay for now in terms of like business, but in terms of events, we don't know how it's going to affect the events. I think so. Yeah. yeah, I'm not sure. Really, I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, we we was gonna do an event um, 
this year, but obviously they had some, you know, bullshit bits with this venue. Um, but now it's just, because we're now focusing on more these style of things that we're doing in terms of podcasts and interviews, and we want to like get that conversation. We just, we've, I technically felt that events might not even be the thing this year. Do you know what I mean? And it was, it was going to be about something else. Um, but now, boom, <laughs> COVID-19 just said there may not even be a single event this whole entire year, which, you know, which is comfortable with, but that also allows you to, you know, to develop skill, develop work. Um, yeah. And actually just making sure that you build an efficient fan base, you know, um, mm-hmm. across whatever time we have in terms of silence <laughs> and, and mass gathering. So um, definitely that's not an issue. Um, so talking about that, do you know what's mad? You, you asked about how uh, coronavirus is affecting us. Yeah. I've gone up, I've gone up a thousand followers on Instagram in three weeks yeah it's, it's so, crazy because you know what it is i think people are just paying attention to their phones and i think we're gaining um attention from people who were always busy always on the run always never had time to even you know appreciate someone's artwork or someone's music um it's now they can literally just sit with it do you know what i mean so I think yeah this is Anybody who's building a following right now, I think this is literally the best time to post every day, whether it be once or twice, do about five stories and just literally get that message out there and just, you know, push consistently. Because like you said, you've grown up, grown a thousand followers since this hit. So is it such a bad thing, (laughs) you know, that, you know, us as creatives can now focus more and just really, really get your attention now. Do you know what I mean? So you can pay attention to, you know, what we're doing. So that yeah, so there's positives and negatives to every situation. So, in terms of pushing your artwork out there and advertising, I think this is the best time you'll have in your whole career, maybe. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Because I I don't know when are we going to get this these eyes, this attention. Because it's like even now, I I feel it like I feel like people are paying attention to the brand more than ever. You know, even since the name. Um, change and the evolution of that yeah they're just like more focused we want to see more we want to see content you know there's dms are going crazy so everything's enhancing um due to this is obviously you know there's been the deaths and people diagnosing you know mm-hmm. which is bad and everything like that um but i think the fact that we've been told to stay home and just focus on us and our helps and whatever we're doing on a day to day, you know, working from home. So I think that's like fantastic. Do you know what I mean? In the positives. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm looking at this amazing leopard on this huge red, red box looking like a car yeah. box. Yeah. For Cartier. Which I saw in person and I was like, this is the most insane thing I've seen Tom do. Uh, how was how was it painting on this box? Like, what was the, what was the whole construction um, in regards to this? So um, it was commissioned. The box got created and delivered to my house, mm-hmm. and the box is like um, probably six foot or maybe bigger. It's Man. a huge, huge box. Did it? Was it? So red? This, no, no. It came came white and um, it's oh, leather yeah. as well. So it's okay. massive That's leather it. box. Yeah. I had this huge box in my house taking up all this space. Mm-hmm. It was last year, so it was August last year. Um, yeah. 
I had to paint the box completely red. I had to make stencils of the designs, uh, as in like the border that's around the Cartier box. So if anybody's seen a Cartier box, it's uh, like a burgundy red, like a kind of, or like a dark red with a gold border and then kind of like a pattern, a gold pattern around the box. Mm-hmm. I had to make a stencil, spray paint that all on the box. And then... Um, the logo for Cartier is actual Jaguar or Leopard, mm. but they they say Panther. Um, but in some of the pictures, it's not it's not a black Panther. Um, yeah. But I thought I thought I should do a massive uh, Jaguar crawling across the red box on a branch, and that's what they commissioned me to do. And it was exhibited uh, Oxford Circus, Margaret Street, London, last last August, I think. Sick. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That that was very difficult. It took ages to paint on that. It looked like it took ages because I'm just looking at it. It's like, and you even when um we saw it, you said it's not finished. I was like, are you sure it's not finished? They said, no, no, there's more to do. Yeah, I wanted to work on it more. Like, uh, there was so much space on on that box that I could have added more detail or mm. you know gone crazy with it. Yeah. But they've taken that box now, and I have no idea where it is. <laughs> Some, somewhere, somewhere in the world. Somewhere yeah, in the world. Someone owes it somewhere. You might even see it in someone's massive house on a, a, a crib session or something. <laughs> um, I mean, is that what you you know you like doing? Is that something you can see yourself doing more of, rather, um, like collaborations with these high-end luxury brands? Yeah, hundred percent. So. Uh, yeah, that's that's what I want to do. I want to do like more brand partnerships, uh, working with luxury brands, like you just said. Mm. Like if if you actually look at Gucci or yeah. certain Louis Vuitton um, garments, yeah. they use a lot of uh, wildlife influences or like floral designs or uh, floral pattern work in their garments. Yeah, that's something that I want to do. So if I was to collaborate with them, I would like to paint, you know, or illustrate these animals that I paint along with you know the colorful floral uh concept that they they like to portray in their their work mm-hmm. in my style yeah so I think that would work really well it's just about making that connection and uh yeah so fingers crossed that will happen and um I'll work with more brands in the future but yeah I'd love to I'd love to uh collaborate with Gucci <laughs> That'd yeah, be amazing. That'd be amazing, because I and you know even seeing what they're doing in terms of partnerships and design is very good. You know, even as well as Louis Vuitton as well. Like um, I'm seeing Virgil, you know, bring a lot of art elements in his fashion show. So I think yeah. definitely, if anybody you know like yourself is chasing that lane or even a, um, you know aspiring to do that sort of stuff, it's definitely um, tangible. So you know, I, I salute that for you once you achieve that you know we we spoke about it here first so um, <laughs> yeah, those those are the sick things um what are your long-term goals um in all this you know what i mean a lot of people jump into the art game um you know they want their work to be seen they want that instant gratification but you've done this for a while now and you've put in some years into it and you know there's more years that you're going to put into it as well like what's the long-term goals that you want the long-term goal that I would like to achieve maybe one day is to be, you know, recognised worldwide and be top-tier artist alongside... In the UK, people like 
David Hockney and Banksy, you know, they're probably the two top tier artists in the UK that mm. everybody recognizes. I want to be the third, you know, Tom Fitch. Yeah. So um, that is the long-term goal or to be like recognized worldwide, yeah. be in the history books. You know, I want my, my work to last forever. Mm. Um, maybe some of my work right now is not at that caliber because I do a lot of portraiture work and, uh, you know, some of it may be here today and then gone tomorrow. But some of my pieces are, uh, are more detailed and have a, a bigger message a bigger message than me as an artist, you know, some yeah. of these, these paintings, they for a fact will live forever because I'm documenting what's happening in the world today. Mm. So that's bigger than me, you know, mm. you know, the one I did a massive, um, uh, great barrier reef painting. Yeah. And about, you know, um, the wildlife in the ocean and, you know, how it's decreasing based on, based on what the human impact we're having basically yeah. and uh how humans are impacting marine wildlife yeah. so that is that's that's bigger than me as an artist that's big bigger than tom fitch you know mm. that that's something that you know, this this stuff this stuff that i'm doing this animal artwork and the the basically it's like activism is that right is that right word yeah. no, uh, as an animal activist, that's something bigger than bigger than me myself. So, uh, yeah, uh, I think that, does that answer your question? Or no, that definitely does, and it and it's it's positive to hear because you know not only you know you're talking about your self aspirations that you know you want to be a massive artist, you want to be um, same levels as when they see a Banksy piece. News are rushing to take pictures of it. People are you know marveling at everything. You want to be in that bracket, and you know you know, speak that into existence. You know, I mean, I think sometimes yeah. in, um, in England, um, you know, it's, it's frowned upon to speak like that or it's frowned upon to say you're, you want to be one of the best. When I, I, I fucking applaud that shit, if I'm being real honest, because I come from the same cloth. It's like, no, we strive to be the best, not trying to be better yeah. than this person or that person. We want to be the best. And I think that energy is needed for anybody to even touch those heights. You know what I mean? You, you don't get what you want being timid. You know what I mean? Yeah. You get what you want being bold and, you know, making these statements and making bold actions. So no, I, I definitely, you know, applaud that as well, man. So, you know, salute to you and what you're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In, in terms of like, yeah, I do want to be the best. I'm not going to lie. That's something that I want to achieve. And bro, bro, speak when I, I mean speak it, like you listen, <laughs> speak it. Do you know what I mean? It just, sometimes it, it, we've, a lot of people have been, we've been told this wrong to speak that way. Do you know what I mean? But if my work proves it, I'm going to continue feeling like I want to be the best. Do you know what I mean? And being the best. So yeah, speak it, bro. Like, I appreciate that energy. Artwork is very subjective. So people yeah. have different tastes, but in terms of skill, uh, for you know um, the art wave today mm. uh, in the UK anyway I feel like I'm I am one of the best mm. today but um, like I was saying my work that I'm trying to achieve is a lot bigger than Tom Fitch as mm. the artist you know yeah. I want to make people aware of the impact that they're having on wildlife throughout the whole world because if we don't look after the world, then we wouldn't be here in the first place. Yeah, you know? no, it's very good. And it's like, I love what you're doing in terms of that. Even like my missus, like she loves animals to death. So when she sees your work, she's like marveled at it. And then even when um, we went to um, 
Bali, it's like we went to the um, elephant. Um, it was like an elephant zoo. Sanctuary, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was owned by these guys called the Masons. I don't know if that correlates to Freemasons, but you know, it was. Um, <laughs> she, um, she, this minute she said, oh, they're, they're sitting down on elephants. It's wrong, it's wrong. I'm like, why? Do you know what I mean? And then I started doing research it's like you, you can't, you know, people can't be on elephants back. Like it's bad. And there's literally a community yeah. of people. If you, if you tag yourself in any of these parks, they literally go for your pictures. The second they see you sitting down on any elephant, they're hitting your comments saying, remove this, take this down. And literally from there, I was like, I'm never riding an elephant ever. Like Exactly. 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 People are unaware. People don't yeah. know any better. So yeah. people, tourists travel to these countries, you know, they take pictures with tigers in Thailand, yeah. not realizing that they're drugged up or exactly. you know, riding these elephants or, you know, cleaning and washing these elephants, thinking that these elephants are happy when really they're, they're it's basically slavery. Yeah. You know, it's, they're unaware. Disgusting. It's literally disgusting. And it's just like, you know, yeah, I get it. You know, I mean, these animals are, but I'm just like, yo, can't these animals just be free and where they're at? Like, why are we, sometimes if I feel like, why are we even paying to see something that's, as given to us, you know, by God, like, this is, this is, this is, these are our, our creatures, you know, I let them roam free, but it's just, it's, it's mad. So when, when I see your work, I, I literally instantly feel like, yo, he really gives a shit, do you know what I mean? And even seeing guys like, you know, Tarzan, you know, on, on the socials and, you know, checking out his YouTube channel or everything like that. Like that care for animals makes yeah. you look at these zoos kind of like these zoos are doing wrong things. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's, 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 it's crazy. But um, no, it's like, you know, thank you for even like expressing that, you know, that that's yeah, your yeah, message yeah. in play. And, I, and I'm still like fairly new to this. Um, I'm learning as I go along. So every piece I do, I learn about that that animal and like yeah. what impact we're having as a human society, yeah. Or you know, pollution or whatever. I'm learning as I go along. So mm-hmm. I may not be the best educated now, but I will mm-hmm. be in ten years. You know. Yeah. And there's there's better people out there. You know, animal activists or people that care about animals. But we all push push the same agenda. You know, we all yeah. we all would have the same message that we're trying to push across mm. so yeah yeah so yeah um what i think I, i'm not sure if i i think you answered it in places like what have been like the challenges as an artist like what have you, what are your challenges that you face like you know coming up the biggest challenge i ever faced was when i was at school mm. no nobody knew that you could make art into a career you know mm. when, when my maths teacher said to me that i'll be never be anything she said that i'm going to be a failure i'm never going to have a job mm-hmm. that's what she said to me and you know when when i talk to people about i want to be an artist or when people people at school ask me what i wanted to be i wanted to be a graffiti artist or whatever yeah. they, they said to me you'll never make any money in art or you'll only you'll only make money in art when you die but <laughs> that's just a myth but those those comments you know kind of put me down and I didn't even want to pursue art as a career because I just didn't think that I'd be able to live you know I didn't think I'd be able to feed myself from the thing the only thing that I was actually good at you know Mm. I played football I did boxing but I was never good enough to compete and and make that my career the only thing that I was I was really good at and I was passionate about was artwork 
Mm. And these people said to me that I couldn't, I couldn't do it, you know. Mm. But um, that was the most challenging thing. Even, even when social media came about, and there's there's people who, who become icons or celebrities, and you know, like Alec Monopoly, he's living a, a luxurious lifestyle from artwork. People wouldn't think that that's possible until you know the past ten years since Instagram's been around or whatever. Yeah. So. It was very difficult, you know, to block these people out. And there's been times where, you know, I've been very angry, frustrated. Mm. And I thought, oh, I just can't be bothered to do this. I'm just going to get a job and live my life as a normal person. So, you know, the negative, the negativity has been the hardest thing throughout the whole, my whole career. Mm. But um, in the early stages, it was the most difficult, you know, coming out of uni, had a part-time job. People like, oh, just get a nine to five. Um... Yeah, so that that was the most difficult thing. And then obviously being an independent artist and then trying to support myself through selling my artwork with with no other people helping me, just doing everything on my own, that was very difficult. But I think I've got to a good position now, you know, where I'm being represented by Nova. I've got an extra hand. I've got people backing me up and helping me and, and, and pushing my artwork out there. So it's not just me. I've got a team of people helping me. So. Hmm. yeah that was the most difficult thing back in the day the negativity basically yeah and what would what advice would you give um you know to up-and-coming artists now who are now facing these challenges that you've already dealt with like, what would your advice be um to them <laughs> there's so much advice that i could give but um basically uh, i would say be consistent don't give up it's going to be difficult but you've got to keep going you got to evolve with your artwork as well. Don't be stuck with one thing. You've got to reinvent yourself, experiment with different techniques. Um, also, uh, I would say become a learning machine. So learn from all different aspects of you know, business or look at different uh, artists. Try and find mentors, whether they're dead or alive. You know, read from books, people that you aspire to be like or... You know, if, if you want to be a millionaire, then start reading books about millionaires and how they made their money and then try and use that knowledge to your art career uh, or anything creative. So if you want to be a fashion designer, videographer, you need to learn from different aspects of all different industries. So become a learning machine and keep continuing to learn and adapt to every situation. You know, even with this coronavirus stuff going around now you need to adapt to this negative situation and make it a positive so that's what i'd say bro that is like the most beautiful way to part ways on this podcast now because it's just like let me end on this positive note and this in on this powerful note because i know people are going to be listening and you know appreciate your advice but bro thank you so much man like thank you for taking time to do this (laughs) no problem mate (laughs) thank you no worries and where can they find you on socials so uh tom fitch art on everything so that's t-o-m-f-i-t-c-h-a-r-t mm-hmm. so uh most of my stuff's on instagram that's where i'm most active so follow okay. me on there and if people want to buy your art do they go directly to you or for your um agent yeah they can they can go come directly to me on my instagram dm me um especially with sho- shoes or clothing you can just buy that from me um or with certain piece of artwork you can buy that well majority of my artwork is at the gallery through okay. nova 
mm. Nova Fine Art on Instagram, I think it is. And where's so the, give them, where's the them? gallery? Well, once we're <laughs> away from lockdown, where, where can they go to the, in the gallery? Where is it located? The gallery is located in Leamington Spa in Warwickshire. So if, if you're based in London, I think it's like an hour and a half on the train or hour and 15 minutes on the train. So it's not very long. Um, yeah, so it's definitely worth a visit, especially with all the amazing artists that they have. It's, uh, it's an amazing gallery. So definitely worth a visit. Cool, solid. All right, bro. Definitely appreciate this, man. Thank you, man. We're definitely going to have to do this again. There's oh, so much I can talk about. I've got so bro, many stories. You know? I guarantee you we're going to have more conversations, you know what I mean, once this is over and then the progression from it because, you know, it's always good to talk to, uh, you know, you guys about your progression, even from, you know, day one since I've met you. It's like so much has happened. I'm like, this is good. <laughs> we're now, we've now, you know, captured this moment and this is going to live on the internet for a long time. So when people study you, yeah future they're going to be like where can i do my research on tom oh he did this interview with this brand called army's culture so um <laughs> yeah stuff like that so yeah 100 percent. like it's, it's it's definitely going to happen again and you know me always i'll probably dm you 50 times be like yo you want to do this you want to do that and then you know we'll, we'll make it happen for sure definitely i've got i've got tons of stories to do of course uh, with, with my career you know meeting these rappers and stuff i've, yeah. I've got tons of stories like yeah crazy stuff man <laughs> that we oh, can talk no. about 100 percent. we're definitely going to do that all right bro all right um thank you man. no Cheers. worries all right take care See you in a bit. God bless Goodbye.